Up close. Up close. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Monique McNeil on WUTY 97.9 FM. Thank you all for being tuned in with me today. My name is Monique McNeil. I'm your host of Up Close with Monique McNeil. And I have a, a very powerful special guest with us on the line today. I have Angelique Kearse on the line with us today. Um, she is the wife of Andrew Kearse. Um, Andrew Kearse was killed back in May 11th of 2017 by Schenectady Police Department. Um, he actually uh, suffered from a heart attack and was in need of medical attention and was denied that medical attention repeatedly. So on the line with us today, I have Angelique. Thank you so much, Angelique, for coming on the line and, and spending this time with us today. Oh, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Absolutely. Um, I must say, when I, when I heard about Andrew, um, it just really stuck, struck a chord with me. Um, being a social injustice advocate, um, especially everything that is going on um, within our society at this time, it just, I, I was like, I have to speak to this woman. I have to let her be that voice of what, what is happening. And to, because this has really affected you, of course. It, it has affected you and it stuck with you. Um, what had to happen to Andrew and you know I want I want you uh very quickly before we before I play this soundbite um how are you I'm fine um because every day is a is a is a struggle and um I don't classify myself as a victim I am a survivor yes and and that's you know I'm just living one day at a time some days it's good and some days are bad Right. But that's how we got to deal with, right? Right, right. So before, I, I'm going to play a, a very powerful but yet painful piece, um, just so the, the viewers and the listeners out there who are tuned in, because this is nationally, internationally, um, I want people to get a, a more thorough inside understanding of what happened to Andrew on that day and how this type of situation can never ever happen again. And and it's just I, I think by playing this soundbite, listeners out there will get a better idea and it will ring in the minds of every listener out there um who Andrew was and what he is and will be and th the change that we will seek um for a, this accountability act in the future. So I'm I'm gonna very quickly I uh, do want to remind um the listeners out there that it, it, it is a very um it's a raw footage of what what was happening to Andrew, and um, it brings us. You can't get closer to what had happened than than this video on that day. So we're gonna very quickly just take a listen. Um, and I do have to also remind the viewers out there. I'm gonna start this piece at about eight minutes into the segment. Um, prior to that, from the very beginning, from when the dash cam started, uh, Andrew was in distress medically. Uh, and repeatedly requested and begged and yelled for the officers that he could not breathe and that he needed air and that he he needed help. And the piece that I'm playing is only at eight minutes, but I want to make sure that listeners understand that this, he was pleading for his life minute, eight, seven minutes before this video, uh, before I even played this piece. So at the time, um, before I, uh, at the beginning, he was in a he was in the cruiser in the back of the cruiser. 
And the officers outside of the vehicle, you can hear the officers speaking, talking. You can hear the the walkie-talkies going off. So they're just sitting there idle. So in my mind, there is no reason why they could not assist him even before the vehicle started driving off. And it, it just makes it that much more telling of the negligence, of 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 just the sheer nastiness and neglect of of his life that this officer had because it's not that they can say well the vehicle was driving you know i was driving the vehicle and i could not assist to andrew he pled and begged for his life before the officer even took off driving so i i just want to really make that clear because that's what struck me even more so it's just like this is this is just unbelievable um so if we uh take a listen real quick I'm going to be heading to an address on Kelton. Same call. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. What? Uh, 1641. Yes, you can. Sir. Please open the window a little bit. Please. Please, sir. 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 Another one? Click, click out of it. I can't breathe! Yeah. Okay, and I'm gonna I'm gonna just because it's so it's it's so chilling to watch and and to even hear, um, and Angelique, I I commend you uh, for your bravery and your strength because I know that that must have been a difficult even listening to that piece um, must be very difficult for you. Um, yeah, it, it really is because you literally see um, death in his face, right? And you see him, you know literally die right and there's no there's no remorse there's nothing there there's there's just lack of compassion on the officer's part and i always say this i say the officer is like a serial killer with no empathy right a paid serial killer with no empathy yeah paid by our dollars our our tax dollars Mm -hmm. it's just i i really suggest anyone out there it, it is it's very Difficult to watch, um, but I, I want every person out there to take a look at this video if you can, just to get a real depth insight. Now, the video is about, ugh, man, 45 minutes long, and the whole time, it's him with the same pleading for his life and the, the, mm-hmm. ne- the neglect um, that was shown to Andrew um, is something that I really want. I will never forget, ever um, forget this video. I will never forget Andrew. Um, Just watching this video and really, it it really disrupted my psyche to see this man who was 
asking nicely, officer, please not being combative, not being nasty or aggressive, not um, showing any type of sign of, of, of threat or violence or anything. Just can I have air? And I don't know if any uh, listeners out there have been in the back of a, of a police cruiser. I have. It's very hard to breathe back there. The air is very, very uh, stagnant. It's very hot um, in the back of a police cruiser. Um, so I, I just, I, I want people to hear and to know the name of Andrew Kearse, um, forever. And that's, as long as God gives me breath, I will always, um, remember Andrew and, uh, make sure others know who he is. So we, because it's when we don't forget is when we can move forward and, and create, um, such as yourself legislation to make sure that this never happens again. And speaking of that, you've done some amazing, amazing work. I, I, I so commend yeah. you that the powerful things that you've done. Uh, I understand you attended the George Floyd uh, rally um, that just yeah. took place a few weeks ago. What was it like for you to be there um, at that um, rally? And we, you know, we, yeah, we was in Foley Square. First, we had our own rally with all the other survivors. Uh, and then we went to Foley Square. But I want your listeners to also know this that it's not just about George Floyd and Breonna Taylor. Right. You know, there's right. a lot of, there's a lot of us. And if you're not calling them, the names that are in your city, then you're not doing your job. And that yes. goes for, that goes for each and every activist that goes for all the politicians as well as media, you know, and there's a lot of families out there that still need justice and they need to, and they, and they need to be heard. That's right. And I, and I love mm-hmm. how you say we're not victims, but we're survivors of this, of this murder of our, yeah. our, our loved ones. That, that's such a powerful way to say I'm, I'm a survivor yeah. because I'm still here. You're still yeah. here. Remember making people remember Andrew, um, still standing strong. Now you're, you're wasn't just a mom and he wasn't just a dad, uh, just a husband. He was a dad. He was a yeah. dad of, of how many children? Seven. He had, no, he had nine total. We have four together. Right. Yeah. Right. And we were we were together eleven years, ten years married, oh, wow. and right. yeah. So it's just uh, my thing is my our youngest child, which is Serenity. She's the one that loses out the most right. because you know she will never be a daddy's girl. Right. She will never walk down the aisle. She will never have that daddy dance. And that's who the that's who the most I fight for is for her. Yes, because like I said, it was it's unfair. And that she don't have her dad. She, all she has is memories and just like just pictures. Those are her memories of right. pictures of him. Right. And it's unfair. While Officer Mark Weeks, you know, he gets to still stay on the job. He gets Un- to still, you know, he, he got married. Wait and a minute. Let's stop. Hold on. I got. I got. Yeah. I'm sorry, Angelique. I have to pause you right there. Did you mm-hmm. just say that this man is still on the job? He's yes. still a police officer today for Schenectady Police Department right now. Yeah. Yes, Un- he is. And. And it took um, October of 2020, the chief of police, um, um, Eric um, Clifford, he ended up calling me after three years, calling me, telling me that, yes, that he was making a public announcement, that, yes, they messed up with Andrew, but that they still was going to have Officer Mark Week still on the job. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. Stop. This man could not display any more negligence than this. I mean, you can't get any more negligent than that your job when you take that oath okay whether you're uh is to protect and serve to serve and, and protect life he didn't either he was his judge his jury and his executioner 
Oh my gosh. And this is why, you know, like I said, I, I commend you for all the wonderful things that you've done. We, we talk about the Andrew Kearse Accountability Act. This is oh, yeah. a, a piece of legislation that you push to make happen. Despite yeah. the pain, despite the loss, despite, you know, it, I can't even imagine, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. But, but it, I, I can also imagine it's probably that pain that pushes you forward. It, it, it pushes you to continue on with, with, with the fight and make sure that his death is not in vain. Yes, you're absolutely correct. My thing is, uh, like, we got it, we got it here passed in, in June of 2020, which is called the Andrew Kears Act. And that states that if anybody's in any kind of medical distress yes. or mental um, illness, that the officers or CEOs, because, you know, when they're in, in jail, the, the, they be thinking that inmate is lying as well, that they will be held and get a, a civil civil suit. So, and also in June, I got Elizabeth Warren and Ayanna yes. Presley yes. to, you know, introduce it into the Senate, which it got read twice. And this past uh, May 11th, his, on his anniversary, which was four years, I got it reintroduced into the Senate with Ayanna, um, Elizabeth, and AOC. And I have a couple of sponsors on it, Bernie Sanders, um, Marquis, Marquis. Yes, there's yeah. a lot of them. And, 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 I mean, and who wouldn't want um, um, medical attention? Who wouldn't, you know, let, let, not the fact that it's black or brown or white or even Asian or, or, right. or you that's know, right. it's about all that's of us. Right. It's about who wouldn't want Human medical attention. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. That regardless of the situation, like I, I, I don't even care why he was taken into custody. That, that To me, that's irrelevant. And a lot of times people try to say, oh, well, he shouldn't have did this or he shouldn't have did that. And it just boils my blood because it's like at the end of the day, it's a human being. And to me, yeah. why they are in the back of that cruiser is irrelevant. The point, the fact of the matter is that he was in distress. He was pleading for his life. Mm-hmm. And that's all that should matter. And it's, it's, we have to change that narrative where people, you know, believe that they have, that their, that his life was not valuable. It, that this was mm-hmm. a life that he was a daddy. He was a husband, a, a, probably an uncle, um, yeah. a f- good yeah. friend, you know, whatever it was, he meant a lot to a lot of people and his life was taken, uh, just w- without any course, just from negligence, yeah. from negligence. Yeah. It, it's just, just Exactly. And all he has to do was just call the ambulance. And then after Andrew was gone and dead in the back of the seat, you see him come out the car and, you know, it's still, it's still how long it took him to do CPR, how long it took for the ambulance. Uh, to I come. watched the video. It took a good 10 minutes. Yes. It took a good, yeah, took a good a 10, long, 12 minutes before. A they, long time. Right. They pulled him out of the vehicle, left his body on the side of, this mm-hmm. is why they're at the police station. Yeah. And um, I, I don't know why they did immediately mm-hmm. assist to, to, to him, knowing that he was under some type of duress. Even if they mm-hmm. said, oh, we didn't know. You can look at him and tell yeah. that he was under some type of duress and not yeah. to assist in that type of care or finding out what it could be. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. It, that then- is just so disgusting. It, it, it and really, then on top of that, I mean, and then when the supervisor, excuse me, the, the captain goes to Mark Weeks, he asks him what happened, and he, Mark Weeks, blatant says, oh, he was doing that I can't breathe thing all the way here. That right. I, I can't breathe thing is, he wasn't breathing, he's not breathing, and he's gone. And, and you heard him you, say that, and you knew he was on a duress, and you heard him mm-hmm. plead out. So it's not even like you can say, I was oblivious, I couldn't hear him, whatever the reason was, I, I didn't mm-hmm. know. You just admitted that you 
knew and heard that this man was pleading out and you continue to ignore his pleas. Over 70 times within 17 minutes. And this man is still on the job. Yes, he's still on the job. Unbelievable. And and, and then this past, I think, a couple of months ago, he even got, he got awarded a traffic award. Yeah, well, he couldn't say that. You know, this is my hope is to bring enough attention to this issue of of what happened to Andrew Kears. Um, Enough people to rally. We need to get more people in New York, specifically in Schenectady, specifically just people uproared about what happened to Andrew. So this man can be kicked off the job because when there's enough noise about his situation, when there's enough, it's like, man, you, you. You got to go. It stinks that it Mm -hmm. has to come to that where somebody can't just say, you know what? You're not deserving of this badge. You don't deserve to wear this badge. So we're going to have to let you go. Why does it have to take for people to get riled up about a situation for you to say, wait a minute, this isn't right. And what kind of slap in the face is that to you after what this man had done to your husband to allow him to still be on the job? It to is. Me, I feel like it's a slap in the face. I, I, it is. Even before this, I reached out to Mark, Officer Mark Weeks before the Attorney General um, that made the report, and I reached out to him on Facebook, and he and he wrote me back, and I I was asking him like, you know, let me know what you know what happened because I want to hear your side of the story. I need to know. I need to because not only I need to know, but I have to explain to my children when they get older, you know, each and every side, and I have to sit down with them with the dash cam. You know, to to oh. show them what happened to their dad. Oh my god! But and he told me, oh, as soon as the attorney general finishes their report, that he will speak to me. When the attorney general finished the report, I hit him up again, and I, I let him know, and I sent him a picture of Andrew in, the, in his casket, and I said, this is, you know, this is what I see, and I, you know, do you see? And then he blocked me, and has he hasn't he hasn't communicated, hasn't talked to me or anything. He's a coward. I gave him apple. Yeah, I gave him apple and opportunities to you know communicate to discuss and. And he still, he doesn't say nothing. So, you know what? I could only hope that every night um, that Andrew's face or his pleas, his cries ring in his mind. And it's like, you know, he might try to block it out. um, Mm -hmm. But but I could only hope and pray that he Mm -hmm. is haunted by the face of Andrew. And to, to know, you basically allowed somebody just to die and 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 it speaks to the intent behind that because if i did something if i bumped you by accident i'm gonna look at you and say oh my goodness i'm so sorry i didn't mean to do i'm gonna make some type of acknowledgement because if i really really if my intentions were not to bump into you so it speaks it it speaks values yeah it speaks to that it speaks to the it speaks to the grand jury as well because it's less 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 how about this Let's exclude the fact that there's an officer and then and there's, you know, uh, I guess what, a civilian or whatever. Let's make it as a mother and a child. Now, right. if the mother left the child in the car and the cause, and it was a cause of death, you're going to you're gonna charge that mother with endangerment. Oh, absolutely. You're in child endangerment. Yeah. You're going to yeah. charge them with neglect. Yep. You're going to charge them, you know, with homicide. You're yes. going to charge them with a whole bunch of, of charges. Yep. Yeah, manslaughter or whatever. But how to not get that one charge? Like I, you know, like I don't understand. I didn't understand. I still don't understand. And this is why I push. And this is why I speak his name because at the end of the day, Andrew begged. Literally, he said, "I'm begging you, please." He begged for his life. He did, and literally died in the back of a police car. Yes, yes. It was unfair. Yes. It doesn't matter who he was or what he was or how is a human issue, and he needs justice. And he needs justice. This is why I fight. 
Yes, and and your fight is going to be the fight for all those who are voiceless out there, um, who you know don't know where to turn, or you know have have not received any type of justice and just don't have, you know, the tenacity. I I admire your tenacity, your strength, um, okay. to keep pushing forward. And and as long as God gives me breath, you know, anything that I can do. Um, personally, um, to be a part of this movement, to be a part, um, of this fight for Andrew, uh, and his remembrance. Um, I, I want to be a part of that. I, I, I feel a calling to it. I was immediately uh, drawn to the story when I, when I looked up, uh, what had happened to Andrew and I was like, I I got to speak to this. I got to meet this woman. And I, I hope, (laughs) I hope one day, um, I'm standing beside you, uh, speaking, uh, to the injustices that are happening. Well, we're having a big rally on August 28th in D.C. Okay. We're having, uh, we're marching, a whole bunch of survivors are marching to the Department of Justice to demand our demands, which is we open every single case um, to prosecute all the officers and to jail all killer cops. And if you if you guys are with us, then come with us and, and help us demand this because it's, it's like I said, it's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of us. There's families that have been fighting for yes. 20, 10 five years yes. maybe even in, in, uh, something happens today and mm-hmm. we all need justice like i keep saying it's not just about brianna taylor and george floyd yes george floyd was the one that that opened up the, the floodgates but there's a lot of us and uh, all we want is just justice for our, for our loved ones and to be heard and to be recognized yeah. and to be and 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 to be um some type of uh some type of accountability we exactly. need change. I, I yeah. am tired of the same bull yeah. crap happening over and over again. And, I, and and it's like these police officers, they're protected by the blue wall of silence. Exactly. And they're protected by the immunity to kill. These are murderers yeah. that are I killing was- under the watch of us taxpayers. And yeah. change needs to happen. And it, needs to, and, and it, it starts with the legislative action, exactly. as you did. I noticed that we have the, the, you know, it made it to the Senate floor. Great job. You yeah. have a dynamic duo behind you backing this. Ayanna Presley, Elizabeth yeah. Warren, AOC, um, Ed Markey. Mm-hmm. And I noticed when I was doing the research that, unfortunately, all these people backing this bill are Democrat. This is not just a Democratic or Republican issue. This is a a bipartisan issue. It's about human rights and the protection of life. I'm trying to get I'm trying to get Tim Scott um, to you know to to endorse it because you know he's a Republican and once he you know once he endorses it, I mean, like I said, who wouldn't want medical attention? Like it should be everybody should be on board with it. Right. You know, and it, and once it gets passed, then it will be you know criminal as well as uh, as, as well as civil, and you know, and we could start receiving justice for our loved ones. They wouldn't be a George Floyd if it, it was yes. passed. Once he said, once he said, I can't breathe, right. they would have had to do something, you know, or right. you know, or prosecute the officers. Like it, it would save so many. It would save a lot of inmates when they thinking that they're joking. How about the woman that was giving birth in, in prison? And they didn't think that they, the officers thought that she was lying and she's giving birth. It would save that. It would save, you know, save so many. So right. that might, this is why my fight, like I said, if he had to die in that manner, that's to say, to save so many, then that was his, that was his legacy. And that's his, that, he didn't die in vain. Yes. And I want yes. you once again to tell the people, you said that there's a rally in Washington, D.C. And what date is that yes. again? That's August 28th. We're marching. Yes. There's a lot of survivors on August 
on August 28th, and we're marching to the Department of Justice, demand our, our demands. Like I said, to reopen each and every one of our cases, prosecute the officers, and jail all killer cops. That's right. it. And, right. I, and I need the Andrew Kiss Act to pass. As well as, I don't know if you know, that the UN also did an inquiry on the most 43 horrendous of, 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 of police brutality of African descent. Right. And Andrew was a part of that as well. So, right. like, right. It's, not, it's not just about the 43. It's a lot of us. And it needs to stop. The, the, the president and the politicians need to make change, and the change needs to be now. Well, I want people to really get on board to vote for this act. Uh, it made it to the Senate floor. Um, how much more further do we, I mean, I, I'm looking for individual states because it's like I want people to understand um, federal legislation uh, is one thing, but we need to get this at the local and state level. And yeah. I was thinking, I was talking to my husband um, about how could we, you know, it's so hard to get people on board to do that. But what there really needs to be is an oversight committee that mm-hmm. takes a look at any uh, any type of um, entity or institution or let's say if the this law enforcement um, police department is receiving federal funding um, from the federal government to mm-hmm. fund whatever it is or, you know, for their department. We need to say, well, wait a minute. If you're not in compliance with the Andrew Kears Accountability Act, you're not going to receive this funding. We have to make sure. And that's a way to, to, to hold their feet to the fire is that even though this is a federal legis- legislative um, uh, bill in statute, if you're not in compliance with our federal statutes, you're not going to receive this federal funding. It, it, it sucks that it has to be pushed to that way, but that's how you hit people is in the pocket. Yeah. You're not going to exactly. receive this millions of dollars from the federal government because you, this is what happened. This is, it's been reported that, you know, officer Bob did whatever or neglected. You're not in compliance. So mm-hmm. that's how we can get this to stick at the state level. Um, I, I will do, like I said, anything um, to be a part of this movement, of, of the Andrew Kears movement. Tell them the um, also wonderful things that you've done. I know that you've also created a foundation in the name yes. of Andrew. Yes, which is I created it on, in this past March. It's called the Andrew Kears Foundation. And, yes. yeah, like I said, that needs to help everyone. Like, that's my mission. <laughs> how can people how can people reach out to you to you if they want to donate to this foundation, if they want to be a part of this rally and in the, in the, in mm-hmm. this pursuit for justice for Andrew? How can we if they want to push forth this bill? How can they get a hold of you? Well, if you want to see what happened to Andrew, you can go on my the YouTube and just um, put Andrew Kears dash cam. If you want to follow me, I'm on um, Facebook, Angelique Negroni Kears, as well as IG as Sunset Two Cs and then Six Six Six. Um, if you want to donate, you could go on my cash app, which is Sunset Two Ts and then six six six, or Venmo as well as Sunset Two Ts six six six. And as well as um, I'm opening, I'm developing the website, and it should be up pretty soon. It's okay. called the Andrew Cares Foundation, and I'm still, you know, and that's it. <laughs> I just your energy, your 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 strength, your power is something to really. I find it to be so inspirational. Um, is the, if if there's one thing um, that you that you want to let the people know about Andrew, what would that be? Um, that he didn't deserve to die in that manner. That he needs justice and he needs to be heard, and that's what I appreciate because. 
when he's not hurt, that's what it bothers me and my PTSD kicks in because, like I said, he begged for his life over 70 times within 17 minutes. And and I feel like when he's not hurt, he's there. He's, they're killing him again. Right. So, right. Yeah. So, I, 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 once again, I just, it's so hard to keep moving forward when you're in, in so much pain. Um, and the fact that you're just keeping it trugging right along, girl, you got, you got a, a powerhouse backing this, yeah. this <laughs> legislation and you're just, Thank you're you. not stopping. You're, you're continuing on, um, with this push. And, um, like I said, mm-hmm. I'm going to be right there. Anything that I can do, um, with you or for you, um, we will definitely be in touch. This will not be the yeah. end. I, like I said, I, I envision us, whether it's at this rally or another event where I'm speaking beside you, um, okay. and, and introducing you, uh, to, to the world and getting yes. his name and letting people know Andrew Kearse, Andrew Kearse. Yes. You can never forget yes. him. And, um, I, I just thank you so much thank for you. your time today and, um, taking the time to speak with us and to keep pushing forward. I, I appreciate, yes. I appreciate you. No, thank you. And I appreciate you. And you know, you standing by me and him and being his voice. And I, and I appreciate your listeners. And like I said, just if they look at the dash cam and let me know what you think, because, this, I believe it's murder. So it, it's beyond it. <laughs> I watched the mm-hmm. whole thing and I just, I literally could not believe with my eyes was seeing it. Yeah. It, it was just unfathomable yeah. because it was way longer than nine minutes and not to yeah. justify that, but it's just like, this is just crazy. Exactly. And then, and then when you're having a heart attack, all you have is 10 minutes of survival. So each minute that it goes by is a sentence of death. Well, yeah, he pled, he begged for his life until you could see him take his last breath and die in the back of this cruiser. You can see it with your eyes. And it's just like, oh, my gosh, this is just, you know, and and this is why we got to keep pushing forward. Um, Like I said, I... I will always be right there to be that voice um, to the voiceless and to be, you know, a platinum, uh, a platform for people to be heard and to to feel vindicated. Everybody wants to feel vindicated. They want to have the microphone to be heard and know that they're being heard. And as long as God gives me breath, I am going to continue to do that. And and we appreciate your fight because your Andrew's fight is the fight of many. And when you push forward with this legislation, you're pushing forward to the for the protection of all those lives of of lives for everyone, and it's just people need to understand that that it's not this bipartisan issue. I can't stand when people put politics before policy. It's not about bipartisan issue. I don't care if you're a purple people eater from the moon. It's about human rights, and it's the the, the preservance of life and understanding that every life has value. So. I, you go girl, you keep pushing forward, keep pushing forward with this work. And, um, uh, Andrew cares. His name will forever be heard. Um, around, around thank the world. you. And God bless. Thank you so much. You take care. Bye. Bye. I want to thank you all once again for, for, for tuning in. That was Angelique Kearse on the line with us um, speaking about the Andrew Kearse Accountability Act, um, a powerful, powerful woman doing powerful things. And I just 
want people to really go take a look at that video to really get a, a, a thorough understanding of what happened to Andrew on that day. And it, it comes down to us really holding our legislative officials accountable. This keeps happening over and over and over and over again. The people who were sworn to protect us and put their hand on that Bible and took an oath are the same people killing us and hurting us and neglecting us and shaming us. And it's time that we stand together and, and bring about change in this country change real change um forward and it starts with our elected officials it starts with like i said creating oversight committees that says wait a minute you know you're not in compliance with the federal statute you're not in compliance to receive this federal dollars we're supporting these programs that are killing us these people the neglect that i saw in this video i'm telling you it's bone chilling absolutely bone chilling and and i i i really you know, would love for anybody to take a look at that video and um, just remember the name Andrew Kears. And I know that it will ring bells with me forever. Um, what happened to him is just unforgettable. And I, you know, like I said, I condemn her and anything that she's doing. Um, her passion is there and um, she's a voice and advocate for, for what happened. And she's a voice and advocate for every person out there, every life that will be on the line, every, every person, every encounter uh, with another police officer. And let's be clear. Not every police officer is bad. Not every police officer is hateful or racist or, you know, let's be clear. I have a lot of friends who, you know, have uh press careers in criminal justice and in law enforcement and done wonderful wonderful things are caring individuals in in their community um but it's about us being clear that we're not going to stand for anyone who can take that oath of of office or take that oath of position and kill us with impunity it has to end and it begins with all of us all of us, we have to be clear, we have to stand firm, and we have to have accountability now. I thank you so much for joining me. Um, I hope you tune in and you share, like, and subscribe. And um, God bless and take care. Up close. Up close. Yeah, 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 yeah. With Monique McNeil on WUTY 97.9 Earlier on the line, I had uh, Angelique Kearson, uh, excuse me, Angelique Kearse on the line, and um, we kind of spoke about Andrew, and I, I kind of wanted to go more in depth of what, you know, provide a little bit more of, of the soundbite of, uh, of this video and of the last moments of Andrew's life, and to hear the neglect um and to hear him breathing, you can hear him breathing very heavy. Um, you can hear him pleading for his life. So we're going to continue on with this soundbite, um, especially now with Angelique not on the line. Um, I know that it was very painful uh, for her to relive um, the sounds of her husband pleading for his life. But we're going to continue on uh, with this video. I think it's 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 really telling and chilling uh, to get a further in depth understanding of what had happened to Andrew. So we're going to, we're going to listen back in, um, to the video at this point when I started the video and Andrew was put into the police cruiser 
and he was pleading for his life. Um, and now about nine minutes into this video, um, the, the cruiser, he's in the back of the cruiser and he's sitting idle. The, the police officers are outside of the, the cruiser. And like I said before, they're chatting, they're laughing, they're talking. You know, you can hear the walkie talkies. Um, so let's listen back in. I can't breathe. Please. So in that moment, you can hear the officer, you can hear him calling for the officer, pleading, I can't breathe. The officer acknowledges that I guess he must have came back over to the window and said, what? You can hear the officer say what? You can hear him say, I can't breathe. You can hear Andrew uh, gasping for breath, gasping for air. At this moment, he is still in the back of the cruiser. The windows are rolled up and it, it was a hot day. Once again, this was May 11th so it's the sun is beaten down on the on this vehicle on this cruiser and it's hot and you know you can hear him pacing for air you can hear him pacing his breath that he's having a hard time breathing and at this moment the officers are still outside of their cruisers they're they're walking around they're talking as you can hear a lot of chatter let's listen back in Please, any other unit responding to more than you can put down? 34, 10 are you tied up on that call? I don't have to be. We're close to the door. I saw you. Dispatch a call to that. Crazy. 
The, be the best one is when Giordano asked where the alarm's coming from, and she was like, keypad 106. I know, so I'm like, Officer! Probably securing the building. Officer! I was thinking the whole way up there. Let's do a war out. I got to go. Yeah, we're not used to doing cars to Officer! What's wrong? Is it hot? Probably shouldn't run next time. Officer! I'm going to stop that right there very quickly. As you can hear, the officers say, is it hot? You probably shouldn't run next time. And he, you can clearly see on this video, he's pacing for air. He's moving back and forth with his hands, you know, cuffed behind his back. And he's pleading. He, from this video, you can tell that this man excuse me, is in duress and he's not able to breathe. And the remark that the officer said, Oh, is it hot? You probably shouldn't run next time. So it's it's that acknowledgement that the officer made that I know that it is hot in the back seat of this cruiser. I know that it's hot back here. I'm going to leave the windows open. I mean, excuse me, I'm going to leave the windows closed. And I know that you can't breathe. And I know that it's hot, but I don't care. Let's listen in. Officer. Yeah, what? Please come here. Please what? Come here. What do you want? Please. What do you want? Please come here. No, what? I really can't breathe, I'm serious. Bring heads on, okay. my friend. Yes, I have. Please. Oh, bring heads on. Slow down your breathing. Take deep breaths. Take deep breaths. Officer. So once again, the officer, he's speaking back and forth. What? Please come here. No. So when you're looking at the video, you can see Andrew's shoulders going up and down because he's, he's grasping for air. He's gasping. He, he, you can physically and, and visually see that this man is under duress um, as he's sitting there with his hands cuffed behind him. And it's the negligence that the officer, what? What do you, what do you want? shorten your you know just try to breathe slowly so uh, you it's it's the acknowledgement that you understand that he is uh articulating to you that he is not able to breathe and you could say that and walk away let's listen back in officer I also want to uh, let the listeners understand that we're about 14 minutes in.
Um, so already you've heard him pleading all of this time. And this is 14 minutes and now into this video. And there's at least been how many pleads for his life at this time? He's, he's pleading, I can't breathe. Um, visually, you can see that Andrew um, is, is hunched over on his side. He's moving from side to side in duress. You can tell that he's trying to figure out a way how to, to, to stop gasping. And you can plainly see even if you were to walk by and look in the window you can tell that he is under some type of dress uh let's listen back in did you push you? Is that what I rolled up to? Yeah. You, so you do that shit? I rolled up, I saw like a bone. I was like, oh. Oh, for sure! I heard you said inside the house. I was like, oh, someone else. Once again, you can hear the officers um, talking. Uh, if you if you listen closely, you can hear them talking back and forth. They're speaking verbatimly. They're having a casual conversation. Um walking by um just standing there as this man is pleading for his life dude ever since i blew my acl out like i hit a fence like, oh, that one was pretty pain man I, by then i was like fuck i went to take the car because i thought he was going to make it to the cemetery so i was going to hit the cemetery so. You think this might have to do with you running from please the Please open the window, please. I'm not opening the window. Please. Now you can hear that Andrew begged this officer to please open the window and as and as the officer stated I am not opening the window. Maybe this has to do with the fact that you ran. And you can plainly see any reasonable prudent person could take a look at this man, his face, he's in duress and he's pleading for some air at this moment like I said the officers were just walking about. They were just stand, you know, standing outside of the vehicle, and could listen to him pleading and screaming and yelling um, for air, for assistance. And they continued to walk by the vehicle, and they continued to ignore Andrew as he pled for his life. Um, at this point, the officer is, got back into the vehicle, and you can hear him ask the officer, "Please, just put down the window." And then you heard the officer's response, "No, I am not opening the window." Can you please open the window? No. Please, officer. Officer! Please! Enter Hotel Moro Romeo 2787. It's NR 2787. Please, officer. I'm going to show you how to show up. Don't throw open my car. Now, 
Please, open someone's door for real. Open somebody. Officer, I'm getting numb. I can't breathe. I'm getting dizzy. I feel like I'm going to throw up. Officer, get numb. Very good. At this time, you can see that Andrew is shaking his head, trying to shake it off. His eyes are are rolling in the back of his head, and he's pleading. You can hear it in his voice, the duress, the change of his voice. Um, you can hear him pacing. You can any any reasonable, prudent person uh, would be able to tell that this man was literally begging and pleading. And I have to remind the listeners out there that we are now 19 minutes into this video. So as you can uh, recollect back, you've heard him beg for his life for 19 minutes and two seconds. And no type of regard um, to assist him, to try to figure out or uh, to give him any type of medical attention. Uh, he's not combative. He's not swearing. He's he's begging, please, officer, I can't breathe. And as you could hear, the officer state, you better not throw up in my car. That's what he says to this man who is begging for his life. 
I do have to tell you, the last time you heard him just say officer is his last words that he said uh, when he took his last breath. And you can see from the video of his eyes go back into his head. And when the officer must have take, uh, took a corner or turn, you could see his lifeless body flop to the side. And you knew from the way his body moved that he was either unconscious or he was dead. And... What is chilling about that is that this officer must have seen the way his lifeless body just flung to the side. And we're going to fast forward. Uh, They get to the station. The officer uh, opens the back door to take him out of the vehicle. Of course, he is lifeless. At that point, he is unresponsive. And the officer pulls him out of the vehicle, puts him down on the ground, and leaves him there. Leaves him there. You can plainly see from the footage of the video from inside the precinct that they did not attend to him or try to check his pulse or try to uh, offer any type of resuscitation to his body for at least 15 minutes after his body lay there. 
Um, so it's, it's that negligence that you basically witness this man plead and cry for his life and die and take his last breath in the backseat of this cruiser. So this is the in-depth encounter of the life of Andrew Kearse. And I really would like everyone to um, check this video out, take a look at this video, share this video, make those people accountable for what happened to Andrew. And this officer has to be removed from duty. Not enough people made enough noise about this incident. And that is why this officer is still employed as an officer today. So I want to thank you all for tuning in uh, with Monique McNeil. And like, share, and subscribe to Up Close with Monique McNeil. Until next time, thank you, be well, and God bless. Up Close. Yeah, 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 yeah. With Monique McNeil on WUTY 97.9 FM.